So we are a few weeks into the new Biden administration in the U.S. Uh, what is going to be happening with North Korea policy? They have priorities right now in domestic uh, terms, dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, shoring up the uh, U.S. economy. But after the dust settles, uh, what changes are we going to see for North Korea and here in the peninsula? To give us some analysis, we're pleased to be joined from the Korean National Diplomatic Academy by Professor Min Jung-hoon. Hello. Hello. Professor Min, thank you so much for joining us. Most people assume that Biden's North Korean policy will be different from Trump's uh, North Korea policy. Uh, What are your thoughts on this? Uh, The uh, foreign policy officials for uh, Biden uh, seem to be saying that the human rights will be a focus and that that's good. But um, do you think that will be something that might be a a, a little bit of a, a difficulty for South Korean diplomatic officials? Well, the first I want to make comments about the, the Biden administration's the policy on North Korea. Um, basically, I think the Biden administration is likely to resume working level talks with Pyongyang in close consultation with Seoul and Tokyo. And uh, as you know, during the, the presidential campaign last year, Biden criticized uh, the President Trump for failing to make substantial progress through his summit diplomacy with Chairman Kim Jong-un and just legitimizing the Mm. North Korean regime. And uh, Biden made it clear that he would not rely on personal ties with Chairman Kim to resolve North Korean issues. And he also mentioned that he would maintain sanctions on North Korea until North Korea abandons its nuclear and missile programs and urge China to put pressure on North Korea. So I expect that um, the Biden administration's North Korean policy will proceed the working level negotiations. And if there is substantial progress in the working level talks, they will likely discuss the possibility of holding a summit meeting between Washington and Pyongyang. And uh, regarding the, the possibility of emphasizing the, uh, the human rights issues on North Korea, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure if the Biden administration's policy on North Korea specifically will be centered around human rights issues. But if U.S. brings human rights issues up to the negotiating table, it would be almost impossible for yeah. Pyongyang to come out the negotiating table. I think basically negotiations are negotiations. I mean, if U.S. adds more topics to their negotiations with North Korea, they will have more things to consider and will likely reduce the probability of making compromises. So we, there are some people here in Korea, as you well know, Professor, that are fearing that it's going to be a return to the, the Clintonian, the, the Obama approach to foreign policy as uh, there's a lineage between Biden and, and those previous administrations. Uh, carrot and stick, sanctions, maybe offers of um, some kind of multilateral dialogues. It, it, some people feel here that, that that formula just simply has not worked over the decades. Do you think that uh, there could be something that could be changed in terms of nuances? Because a lot of these officials seem to be also carryovers from uh, the, the previous administrations as well, including uh, Antony Blinken. Well, the, basically, I think that uh, economic sanctions on, on North Korea is still working. And uh, currently, economic sanctions on North Korea are very extensive and strong because over 90% of North Korean import and export are prohibited or banned by the sanctions. It means that there are a few things left for additional sanctions. So what is more important for the sanctions now, I think, is how much the sanctions could be implemented successfully 
and therefore the the key to success lies in how much China and possibly Russia will work together with the U.S. and the international community. That's why U.S. has been pushing China to fully implement sanctions against North Korea. And I think it is true that North Korean economy is badly suffering from the sanctions, mm. and Washington still perceives that economic sanctions is the most important leverage that U.S. has got on North Korea. So there is no doubt that the Biden administration want to maintain sanctions on North Korea until North Korea abandons its nuclear and missile programs. And uh, the Biden administration is now going through a policy review on North Korea, and uh, I think it will take some time before we will see its policy direction on North Korea. And uh, so I think what the Biden administration is doing now is to send a signal to North Korea that U.S. recognizes the importance and urgency of North Korean issues and urges Pyongyang to behave cautiously before Washington finishes its policy review. The um, other debate that has been going, and this seems to be another resurrection of um, uh, a previous line of thinking, is that uh, the North Korean regime will be collapsing imminently. Uh, Victor Cha, notable uh, uh, scholar in the U.S., um, he has suggested that the regime could indeed collapse, which would, of course, bring back uh, bring about a lot of changes, and we need these contingency plans in place. Uh, s- some academics here dispute that, and the South Korean government also says that there is no indications of that happening. What are your thoughts on this debate? Well, basically, the, I want to point out that it, it's just the one Washington expert's the personal opinion about North Korea, and it just shows his personal perception about the relationship between economic sanctions and the regime change in North Korea. Yeah. And uh, regarding the prospects for the North Korean regime, I don't think that it will collapse soon. It's, it is mainly because despite the strong sanctions, North Korean economy is still manageable. More specifically, at least Pyongyang, the capital of North Korea, its economic situation is still manageable, and Kim Jong-un maintains his solid leadership there. So I don't see any serious urgent situation that North Korean regime change will occur internally. And what Victor Cha argues clearly shows the perception that Washington experts could possess about the power of economic sanctions on North Korea. And personally, I think it also shows the situation where we need to put more emphasis on public diplomacy to the Washington community. About a year left uh, in uh, President Moon's term. Um, in the less than 30 seconds we have left out, what do you think the approach uh, from the Blue House should be? Well, the, the, in order to revitalize the Korean Peninsula peace process, it is necessary to provide the momentum to restart the engine of the overall process. And I think the resumption of the talks between North Korea and U.S. would be the key to reactivate the process. And as you mentioned, the, the current Moon Jae-in administration just left the 30, 30 months or the one and a half years. So the, the Moon Jae-in administration want to move quickly to revitalize the, pro, the, the process and the talks between North Korea and U.S. So I think it is uh, the necessary to the, the, for those, the South okay. Korean government to play an active role. Right. The, the, for the redemption of the talks okay. uh, to do that, you know, and uh, so the South Korea, the South Korean government right. needed to the, uh, the, um, the, the, 
prevent North Korea from making a Got serious it. provocation and also needed to facilitate the resumption okay. of the talks by closely communicating with Washington and China. Right. Professor Min, as always, thank you very much for joining us and appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. We'll be back after this.